always means a safe and enjoyable summer. This is the 105 Days of Summer, powered by the Litchfield Campus of ECTC on the Twin Lakes Best Picks K105. For Tuesday, June 1, the 152nd day of 2021. There are 213 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We bring you the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. We try to figure out what day is it. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Aberdeen. He's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. How are you? I'm doing well. I really like. I, I don't want to ruin your mood or my mood, so we'll save your trip to Morgantown yesterday for later on in the yeah, segment. I was going to say, I always like Aberdeen because it's the last little breath of happiness before you go into Morgantown. <laughs> or it's the first <laughs> oasis when you come the other exactly, way. Exactly. Exactly. I'm off to a new point. Uh, what's the strongest city in the United States, Sam? To define strong, researchers look at rates of depression, sense of well-being, general good health, and getting enough sleep. Big Clifty. Big Clifty? Pretty close. Big Clifty finished seventh. Oh. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin is first. Really? Followed what? by Anchorage, Washington, D.C., Burlington, Vermont, and Minneapolis. Conversely, <laughs> the weakest cities, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Morgantown. Morgantown, Kentucky, <laughs> followed by Bakersfield, California, Philadelphia, Laredo, and Fresno, California are all of the weakest cities. You buy that? Interesting. The Vermont one's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I buy it. People don't. People are weak in Montpelier, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning and welcome back. The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. First Baptist Church, Litchfield, knows him as the Worship and Discipleship Minister. We know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Yukon. How we doing, guys? Morning, Humble Bumble. Morning, nothing. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. You've been out prospecting this weekend uh, over the, a little bit, the long Memorial Day weekend. Come up with nothing a couple times. But. <laughs> I saw a photograph of you from yesterday that was somewhat disturbing. Were you wearing a sequined hat? Uh, I got a new hat this weekend. You? It's a new hat? Yeah. Celebrating huh. Memorial. Oh, there it is. Wow. Thank you, Sam. I don't, what type of hat? Is that a Stetson? Uh, actually, no. There's a little controversy going on with Stetson these days. Okay. Uh, so I opted to not offend anyone by <laughs> wait, going. That looks more like a lady Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not so sure. Uh, Are you on your way to have your glamour shot, man? I'm, I'm offended. Okay. Uh, I'm so, offended by this. <laughs> tell me about this hat. Well, what this is hat this? came from a store that was. It, I paid five ninety seven plus tax. For this, and I thought, plus tax. this okay. was a perfect way to draw a little attention to the trailer, shaved ice trailer, and uh, kind of get my name out there a little bit, you know. Because you in need a good that way. help. In a good way. Yeah. Are you going to start singing country music or something? <laughs> uh, it looks a little. So it's, uh, it's uh, red, uh-huh. it's uh, blue, uh-huh. and it's silver. Uh-huh. So not exactly your red, white, and blue. Well, the stars are silver sequined. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the sun hitting them, and it's all about the illusion of red, white, and blue. Yeah. Basically, Alex said, hey, Dad, what are you wearing? And I said, freedom. (laughs) That's what I'm wearing. As soon as I saw this photograph, I was taken back to uh, the Rocky franchise. Uh, Rocky Balboa, you oh. just you looked exactly oh. like Apollo Creed. Oh, I love that <laughs> outfit. I mean, Apollo Creed's hat was a little taller than your hat, but it still oh, still has the sequin stars Ooh, in the yeah. top, just like yours had. <laughs> I think pretty that, much. Uh, I think identical you can't tell the difference. I'm thinking of the <laughs> the meme from the Office is that spot the differences between these two pictures and have the same exact it, picture. It, 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 it can't be done. It oh, look at that! I love it. But thank you for noticing my hat. It was a great. Uh, uh, it was a um, weather-wise an odd Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was a cooler. Friday was cooler. Didn't get off to a good start. Sunday was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday was a nice day as well. So the nation returning to the most normal holiday celebration that it had. had in a while, President Biden commemorated the war dead at Arlington National Cemetery yesterday and what is always a very somber setting there and laying a uh, wreath at the tomb of the unknowns. There were a lot of people visiting uh, cemeteries around the country, you know, a lot of people traveling, but also people stopping and taking time to commemorate, whether it's Arlington or any of the other national cemeteries that are there. I maintained my tradition of at some point during the Memorial Day weekend of watching Saving Private Ryan. And it is, I like to watch The Patriot around the 4th of July, the Mel Gibson movie. Mm-hmm. I like to watch uh, I like to watch Saving Private Ryan because Saving Private Ryan uh, encapsules so much. It, one, it's a gruesome scene. It's very humbling if you watch the first half hour of it from the D-Day invasion on the beaches of Normandy. And then it also tells a great story about uh, the blood that was spilled, the lives that were given to help maintain our freedom. So I, I just like to set aside some time every uh, – if you can't be humbled by that, you probably don't deserve the freedom that uh, that you do have. But it also reminds me in watching a lot of the pageantry, I think too often, uh, one thing I'd like to kind of caution people on is that there are veterans who get recognized on Memorial Day – that will feel some level of guilt because they have brothers or sisters in arms that didn't make it back, and they're carrying guilt. So while they're celebrating the loss of their comrades, of their brothers and sisters in arms, then they're being they're being um, tributed on Memorial Day as if it's Veterans Day. Right. And that sometimes can be, I won't call it inconsiderate because people are trying to do the right thing, but you don't necessarily know who's struggling with what. So you might have someone who served in Afghanistan or someone who served in Vietnam who has some level of survivor's guilt because they're also paying, they're also celebrating Memorial Day. And I was reminded of that because I tried to really look at the Matt Damon character, the actual Saving Private Ryan, the, the, the James Patrick Ryan that they went and saved. And at the, if you've never seen it, then I'm not going to be spoiling anything. At the end of the movie, he's the only one they save. They, they give their lives in saving him, and he makes a decision to stay there. And so the very beginning of the movie is him late in life having guilt over the blood that was spilled just just save mm-hmm. him right? because his, his three brothers had been lost. So anyway, it's a... Uh, it is a um, moving holiday, and it's never never one. T- we celebrate it because of where it falls in the calendar, but I also like to encourage us all to set aside some remembrance time uh, on actual Memorial Day itself. Uh, as we move into the new week, clouds today with an isolated shower. We're going to see rounds of rain pushing in late tonight and into tomorrow. And we're going to see kind of that pattern over the middle of the week, even down to some clouds on Friday. We're, I don't think we'll get to 81 today here between the lakes. I think if you regionally, the official high temperature may be forecasted for 81, but I don't think that we'll get to 81 uh, today. But uh, mid-70s tomorrow, upper 70s on Thursday, and then back into the 80s on Friday. So good, more more muggy. 
as you get into this coming weekend. But uh, 40% chance of rain today, rain chance of 60% tonight, and we'll hang around. Our lows will still be in the mid-60s overnight, and a 70% chance of rain tomorrow, 76. Again, could be a little bit cooler out here between the lakes. I also have been following along the last few days with the situation with the legislature in Texas. There's going to be a there's going to be a real showdown in Texas where at 10:35 of the other evening the Democrats in the state legislature of Texas got a text message that told them to take their key and leave the chamber discreetly. Don't go to the gallery, leave the building. So they walked out and uh, minutes later, and it left Senate Bill 7 in Texas uh, dead at the moment because there were not enough members of the legislature to be able to conduct business going forward uh, per, per rules. And so it has hamstrung the Republicans who are trying to pass voting uh, modification legislation, as they and a lot of other states are doing. And it has also called into question maybe a move to modify what legislators are getting paid because they walked out on the job. And so this this story is of interest to me because I think this could easily be played out in other locations around the country as uh, the, the Democratic uh, people representing the Democratic Party are like are looking for ways to stop the uh, momentous movement to some of these uh, voting legislation changes. So just something to kind of keep an eye on to see what happens on who's going to break. I, on the surface, I think if you walk away from your job, that that's initially a bad move. I don't, I don't think that you just walk away from the job and say, I'm not going to do it because the outcome is not going to be to my liking. But I can also see where they don't feel like they have another move politically to try to be able to slow down what the uh what it's, the, it's a filibuster yeah it, it is it is a filibuster and i think I, the i think it's just a different way of doing a filibuster the rules of filibuster are uh i think widely understood and i think people know that but it seems like abandoning your post at a time when i think the people at least some people want you to be there after reading the article my only question was who sent the text um, yeah, that, well, I don't know the answer to that, but I, I could, it wasn't you to be clear. No, I mean, okay, I was just on my sure. phone at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Litchfield daycare has been heavily damaged by fire yesterday morning, about 10 after eight, the LFD responded to the play zone on Marion street where they were closed for Memorial day, but, uh, had a fire that fire chief, uh, fire chief, Tim Duvall believes, uh, started in the kitchen and likely was electrical in nature. No injuries were reported in that. A convicted drug dealer from Litchfield has been arrested on felony drug charges after a traffic stop in Clarkson. This happened on Saturday afternoon. Clarkson police officer Blake Elmore observed 37-year-old Clint Kloss driving on Elizabethtown Road. Elmore was aware Kloss's license was suspended and executed a traffic stop at the intersection of Elizabethtown Road and Millerstown Road. Elmore and Grayson County Deputy Sean Fentress located a substantial amount of methamphetamine, marijuana, and other uh, drugs and drug paraphernalia. He was arrested and charged, lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. You'll not be surprised to know he has a history. Yeah, quite the resume there, especially criminal when behavior. You know this person's license has issues mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, before you even have to look anything up. Yep. Yep. A Hardin County man has been charged with killing his wife. 67-year-old Gregory Cunningham of Radcliffe was arrested by Radcliffe Police. Sunday morning, charged with murder. The Radcliffe PD said that Cunningham and his stepson became involved in an argument about 1 o'clock Sunday morning. The two were separated when the suspect retrieved a firearm and shot at his wife and stepson as they stood outside the residence. At least one shot struck Cunningham's wife, killing her. He was lodged in the Hardin County Detention Center. Uh, what? Uh, no words. I got nothing. A Litchfield man has been arrested after leading police on a high-speed motorcycle chase from Hardin County to Clarkson Sunday night about 8.20. State police entered Grayson County on U.S. 62, chasing a motorcycle being driven by 34-year-old Alvin Culver. Culver was originally pulled over for speeding but fled the stop. 
at a high rate of speed. He entered Clarkson, where he turned onto Van Meter Street to Spring Street, uh, then ditched the motorcycle on Spring Street, fled on foot. Multiple law enforcement officers from multiple agencies searched Spring Street and Millerstown Street for him. Then about 9, he was seen hiding in a wooded area between Spring and Millerstown Streets. Captured, lodged. Out of front row seat. Is etc. It, it was. Oh, it wow. was a. Uh, it was interesting. It was pretty much every cop in within fifty miles. It reminds me of that uh, <laughs> the old uh, parody about watching the show Cops. Yeah, and it's live. You know, the cops used to be, or maybe it's live PD or yeah. whatever. And you mm-hmm. watch people coming into your neighborhood. <laughs> And then they show up in your, your driveway, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they knock on your door. It's like, hey, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? Sad uh, news to report. A missing woman has been found dead in Breckenridge County. State police said on Thursday afternoon, about 2.15, state police detectives and Breck County Sheriff's Office personnel located 42-year-old Dwan Atwell, uh, deceased at a residence on 259 South, north of McDaniels. The Bloomington, Illinois Police Department said Atwell was reported missing out of Kentucky by her family on March uh, 11th and that she could possibly be in the Bloomington normal area. But on March 29th, the Bloomington PD said Atwell had not spoke to family since December. Police said she is missing under unknown suspicious circumstances, so an autopsy performed lots of questions about this Mm -hmm. case, but found uh, over in that area. Kentucky's voter registration numbers have started to stabilize after a series of months when more voters were removed from the voter rolls than added. In April, Kentucky had a net gain of 82 voters, Secretary of State Michael Adams told uh, in a report. Adams reported that 5,009 new registrations were logged in April and 4,927 registrations were canceled. The cancellations included 3,396 deceased voters, 1,076 voters who voluntarily deregistered and 40, 455 felony convicts. He said, I'm pleased that voter registration is beginning to rebound. I'd like to, under- why do you deregister? I think it'd be interesting to, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I was curious about that too. I'd just be curious to know. I, I believe that, um, I believe probably in all 50 states we have, some tidying up to do of the voter rolls. And I think you'll see a move for to con- continue to do that because I understand a lot of people maybe feel like that they're being uh, alienated from the, from the voting process or what have you around the country. I, I, I get that, especially when it was, it was hard to get the right to vote for some groups of people over throughout history. So I understand that completely, but my position on voting is really pretty simple. Every legal vote should count. And beginning the end, every legal vote should count. If you're legally uh, allowed to vote, you, you should be registered. And But we should also not allow people who are not legally registered to vote in a location, or maybe they're illegally registered to vote, to do so. And so I think we need to do a better job of maintaining who has the right to vote, and who does not. Then we can debate on who should have the right to vote and not, whether it's convicted felons and if they should get their voting privileges back and all those things. So Secretary uh, Adams is doing a good job, I believe, of trying to clean up something that's been very confusing and get a better idea for actually what we're dealing with in Kentucky and then making the necessary adjustments going forward. So at least my observations of him the grayson county tennis programs owen brown maxton cummings and izzy weedman are competing in the khsaa state tennis tournament today the trio all qualified following strong performances in the third region tournament uh, earlier in may Uh, in the third region tournament uh, brown finishes the regional runner-up cummings and weedman each lost to the eventual champion in the semifinals so, senior Maxton Cummings will face Harrison mm-hmm. County sophomore Dason Harrington. Uh, a match is either underway or has concluded. I have updates from all of these matches, okay, too. Good. Uh, uh, Izzy Weedman was underway at 8 a.m., and then uh, Owen got underway about 7.45 our time this morning. So, what's, uh, what's, what's the updates? Izzy lost to assumptions. Claire Hudson, number nine overall seed. So, that's she's a freshman, so she's got a lot of future. Maxton Cummings and Owen Brown have both advanced to the round of 32. Maxton's oh, going to play at 12. And Owen will play at 12.30. So 
Awesome. Go Cougars. Good. That's and great. Uh, you can continue to get updates on K10, at K105 Sports on Twitter throughout the day today if you'd like to follow along with how they advance. Uh, and the Cougar baseball team was on the road at Morgantown yesterday for the 12th District Tournament facing the Edmondson County Wildcats. And they lost four to two in eight innings. It was a it was a great baseball game. Uh, it was zero to zero through six innings. Edmondson County hit a two run home run to go up two to nothing in the top of the seventh. Grayson County tied the game two to two to send it into extra innings. Edmondson County went up four to two, and and that was the game through eight. And then the Lady Cougars they also lost nineteen to nine to Butler County at Whitesville yesterday. So baseball and softball are done um, here in Grayson County for until next spring so it's kind of a disappointing end to the season but we've got tennis and track still alive for grayson county sports this spring the outcome of at least the baseball game a little surprising um yes no i mean edmondson county is good i mean the pitcher that they threw Chaz wilson is a great pitcher and in a district tournament that's all you need you need one really good pitcher and that'll take you in and just to be make you happy the reds Defeated the Phillies eleven yeah, to one. Yep. You said mention. I only mention them when they lose. So there yes, they go. They won yes, eleven yes, to one uh, yesterday. <laughs> Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Known. Are we gonna do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm Eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Today is Dare Day. It is also Flip a Coin Day today. It is Go Barefoot Day today. Good to know. And it is Say Something Nice Day today. Um, Dennis, I like your new hat. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mom, t- Mom said not to lie. Dennis, that new hat of yours is really something. But isn't that being facetious? No, I said that with a nice tone. Didn't it sound like I was saying something nice? No. Say, hey, that hat is really that's that hat is really something. You know, I think when people Sunday, I wore a shirt that had flowers on it, and a lot of men uh, were being facetious uh, about that with me, saying it brought out the color of my eyes. I think they were just jealous. They couldn't pull something like that off. Did anyone call you Magnum P.I.? No. Wearing a floral shirt. But I would have taken it. I mean, I'm a fan of the hat, personally. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. I'll I'll expect that $5 later. I'm a fan of K105. Uh, you called me cheap on Friday, so you get you deserve all the shots you're getting today. Yes, Mark I, I C. was Buffles. behind the camera. I was not involved in this at all. <laughs> Sam was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, hey, it's uh, it's been a year for the old guys. Huh. We had Tom Brady win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Phil Mickelson won the PGA uh, Championship, and now Elio Castroneves has joined a very exclusive. What, A.J. Foyt and Rick Mears and uh, Halio. Spider-Man wins his fourth Indy 500. And he even talked about it being, you know, Tom Brady winning and Phil Mickelson showing that the old guys sometimes can still pull it off. He won oh, yeah. the race in 01, in 02, and 09, and now in 2020. One of the neat things about it is Roger Penske's team had sent him – to another series, and he's not running full time at Indy, and he didn't feel like that his best years that he still had something left for the 500 and for the IndyCar series, and so he got lured away to another team and comes back in his first outing and wins his fourth, and it was uh, it was an extended victory celebration. You know, he got out the start finish line, climbed the fence, and then he's been in the sport for over 20 years. He's worked with everyone up and down pit lane. And so from media to owners to – and so it was just an elongated uh, – Is it him or Dario Franchitti that was Ashley Judd's husband? Dario. Dario, okay. And so Halio is a uh, – it's it was it's weird to see him not in Penske colors. It just mm-hmm. – he's been in the Penske stable for so long. By the way, Roger Penske did a great job doing driver's start your engines. 
that was, you know, he bought the track back last year, and this is their first big event with fans. And so the captain did a wonderful job with that, and they're going to do, Penske's going to do great things with that facility. I did the double. I watched the Indy 500, and then I watched the Coca-Cola 600. I will tell you. Um, who, my, won, who won the Coke 600? Kyle Larson. Oh. And that was, oh. that broke oh. the tie. It made Hendrick Motorsports the all-time winningest team. Now they have one victory more than Petty Enterprises. It was a big night for Nash, uh, for NASCAR. Uh, enjoyed, I enjoyed the race just fine. I enjoyed the pageantry. But I must tell you, the Indy 500 has the pageantry down better than NASCAR on as far as the Memorial Day service goes. It just uh, There's just something about that. Now, NASCAR may have the, the series on the whole. NASCAR may be more enjoyable to watch week in and week out. But there's this Indy 500 is just a cut above, so it was good. Yeah, I forgot about both of them on Sunday. You might as well be talking German to me right Back now. Home again in I... Indiana. They have found a guy who is the modern equivalent of Jim Neighbors to sing that song, and that makes me happy. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I completely forgot about it on Sunday. I, it's amazing how much NASCAR's fallen off my radar. I mean, yep. it used to be. Ten years ago, I would have been sitting on the edge of my seat watching every mile of that race. And now today, I, I'm i not sure I've watched a mile of a race this year. The reason they pulled me back in is because they were so front and center last year when we were mm-hmm. starving for content. I watched a little bit of it last year. They were racing that, yeah. at a time when no one else was doing anything. And so I was like, yeah, I'll well, watch. I mean, they were doing two, two – they were doing cup races on Wednesday nights. Like, sure, I'll watch. Uh, and were it not for Kyle Busch the other night, Oof. Hendrick would have gone one, two, three, four again. He finished third, and that just makes the, it worse. It does make it worse. I was say, I'm not a Kyle Busch guy. Not. I was a Jeff Gordon guy, so I feel for the Hendrick. It's almost made me quit eating M and M's because of Kyle <laughs> Busch. Ooh, I don't know if I it's just big, like it that much. No, I'm telling it's you, a big statement. <laughs> now, one of the other big sports stories of the weekend is puzzling to me. There may be long-lasting impact. On the sports world, and it's the decision of uh, Naomi Osaka to pull out of the French Open. She announced last week she was not going to do the post-match media interview. She was not going to the interview room and meeting with the media and then citing her mental health. It was it was to protect her mental health and maintain her focus and try and get through the French Open. And so she's one of the sport's best. You know, she was the highest-earning female athlete last year, about $55 million. She notoriously was embroiled in that U.S. Open situation where Serena, you know, protested the the chair and, and Osaka ended up winning, but then people were booing and they weren't booing Osaka. They were booing the chair and all that other stuff. And so the... The reason I wonder is because we just finished what is Mental Health Awareness Month. And people, a lot of people have been working to destigmatize mental health related issues. But now we've reached an intersection where, in the sports world, when you're a professional athlete, there are some things that are expected that you will do, which is to also be an ambassador for your sport and meet with the media that has an entire. Around these professional sports, there there are these barnacles that sail along on these boats that rely upon content to be able to write column inches and do you know post and uh, radio reports, television reports, etc. Think, look at the landscape that we have of television channels that are dedicated to sports, or the number of websites that are dedicated to sports. So I just wonder long term. If the professional athletes say we're not meeting with the media any longer, we're not doing post-match or post-game or pre-game, or if we just say we're not doing that anymore, citing mental health reasons, how long before the sport starts to wither because people – you talk about NASCAR falling off of your radar. Sam, I think that's probably because it went through a period where it was just, A, not very good, or the same guy won all the time. <laughs> Or the media did an um, ineffective job of covering it, and apathy set in with you. I think it's it lost 
it, it, there isn't a, a legend in there. You know, like, I mean, all of the big guys when I was watching growing up, guys like Jeff Gordon, you know, Jimmy Johnson just retired, Junior, Dale Jr., all of these guys have stepped away. I think that's the biggest thing with that. So Osaka said, I'm not going, not doing the interviews. The, the folks at Roland Garros said, okay, we're finding you $15,000, and if you keep it up, we're going to disqualify you. And she said, don't bother, I'll drop out. So she's planting a flag, sure, you know, in a big issue, and she's getting you know support from obviously mental health experts and other professional athletes. I, I guess I'm just wondering if we go down this road, and say, well, I've got to protect my mental health no matter what. A lot of athletes will follow suit. So, what's the cause and effect of that? If they say we're not participating in it any longer, and you can't get the content as a professional beat writer. Or as a media outlet, don't you move on to something else? I think as someone who works in the media, you know, I see both sides of this. Because, I mean, when you don't have access to coaches or, or whatever it is, even if I'm just speaking from experience since being in Grayson County, when you don't have that easy access to talk with a coach or whatever it might be, it makes your job incredibly difficult because your job is to inform the hundreds or thousands or millions that are, that are following along with what you're doing. But at the same time, the mental health, that's incredibly important. That's what I was going to say. Why, why can't a coach be in that spot? Why can't her, her coach or the next in line be right there? Coach Cal sends out an assistant coach for half the postgame interviews anyway. So just providing some sort of information to check that box, shouldn't that be sufficient? But we're so fanatical. You know, remember, when you say you're a sports fan, that's just an abbreviated version of the word fanatical. And many of us, especially that follow professional sports, we, we hold them to a different standard than we do your student athlete. And I use quote fingers when I say student athlete because right. the, the emphasis is still on the athlete, not on the student. So that's, that's one thing. And by the way, Coach Cal just gets away with that, even though his contract says he will do it, he's got enough He's got enough oomph that he can say, well, this is professional development for my staff and right. et cetera. People just kind of go, okay, whatever. But if you never heard from Cal. I don't think he could do that personally. That's right. It's, right. it's just if he just went, I don't if he like just went when he does it. So, but the other side of this is for every Sam Gormley who understands, hey, I'm just trying to do my job and I need information and I need content and I'm going to be for every one of him. There might be two or three Pat Forties or Rick Bozich's or people who are looking for an angle mm -hmm. to try and create a story that doesn't exist. And I've I've seen it, recently on HBO uh, on Real Sports HBO they were showing an early interview with Venus Williams where a journalist kept asking the same question over and over, trying to get a different answer. Because it would be more salacious or more sizzling when they showed it. So those are the people Naomi Osaka is trying to guard against. Right. Where do we draw the line? How do we find a balance? And to me, that's all about the relationships that you make. I mean, if Naomi Osaka, if like if if reporter A covers tennis all the time and she knows that reporter A is just doing his or her job and is not there to to jabber or whatever it might be, she's probably going to be more willing to give reporter A an interview because it's reporter B, like you mentioned, that is there to try and find the angle on whatever angle might be in the tennis world. I don't, I don't know what it, what it could be. I'm not necessarily a tennis expert by any means. But, I mean, the mental health thing is incredibly important, and I, I'm not shaming her whatsoever, even though I'm on both sides. I mean, you know, but, I mean, I see that. Uh, I mean, and, and it's showing that it is important enough to her that she's dropping out of one of the what, four biggest tournaments of the entire year. Absolutely, yeah. It's important. I, there are options, though. I think if you're going to claim the mental health thing, and I, I support that fully, you can still take a moment and be, be creative in your own way to have someone record a video of yourself in your locker room by yourself sharing your thoughts about what just happened. Naomi Osaka <clears throat> is a household name beyond the tennis world because of her exposure levels. Uh, first, because of her practice, hard work, and her performance on the court. If she weren't a top performer, if she weren't excelling at a very high level, 
no one would be paying any attention to her. But one of the ways that she is a household name is that because she's being covered by not just the sports media, but the mainstream media. And some of it was a vacuum created over something that happened with Serena Williams, the sport's biggest star at the time. Athletes now have other channels, Instagram, Twitter, other ways of communicating. So I'm wondering is, are the days gone of the post and then, but then the other thing you get is that from a journalism side, then you're only getting a spun prepackaged talking points version of the story rather than getting an actual question and answer style with an impartial journalist. Do you, do you see what I'm like? We're in this weird sure. dichotomy on how do we find our way forward so that we're living in a world where we're getting good information, but truthful information. And I think it's tough, too, because this could expand past sports and let's go into politics That's or something exactly along right. the lines. Of what if politician A, it doesn't matter what party it is, says, you know what, I don't, I don't really want to do interviews with anybody. Then how do you know if the, the interview or the information you're getting from politician A is not a bunch of baloney? Or what if you're, say, the mayor of Chicago? <laughs> and you decide to pick and choose who you want to and do I, interview. And with. I give the reporters there for saying, you know what, that's not how this works. Yeah, I think absolutely. if you're a politician, you should give interviews to anybody. Tough situation, but yeah, it, it's found its way to sports. But sports is the one that people are going to pay attention to to say, you know, how do we fix this? How do we figure this out? So hopefully, we'll try and do it together. We got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question: It will be your chance to win. Is coming up here on In the Know. Did you know potatoes, tomatoes, and green peppers all contain nicotine? Well, I don't like tomatoes. What? Potatoes, tomatoes, and green peppers contain nicotine. So if you see somebody trying to kick the smokes, you just see them eating a lot of tomatoes or smoking on a potato. Or I really want to see somebody smoke a french fry there. Trying to get their nicotine fixed. Wow. But I guess it's in the same way that, you know, a lot of vegetables have trace levels of, you know, yeah. just arsenic or something like that, yeah. that it won't hurt you. It has to be such a finite level. It gives a whole new meaning to sizzling fajitas, does it not? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. It's in fuego. It's yeah. on fire. Yes. Uh, here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. Coming up this week at the uh, Soaky Fairgrounds is the Cabin Fever laser show, uh, laser and light show. Uh, dual projection, lots of effects. Got uh, opportunity for you to take a car load to that at no charge. There are multiple shows throughout the weekend, so you can pick which one is best for you. We'll also give you four tickets to Beach Bend, and so you can make a day of it if you like. But you have to be able to solve today's water cooler question by calling 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What is it? 270-259-6000. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What is it? It could be a ton. 259-6000. Usually you give us a percentage or something like that. Hmm. Didn't do that today, huh? Nope. Hmm. A Quiet Place 2 makes noise with a $48 million box office debut. A Quiet Place Part 2, $48 million. Cruella at number two. Spiral at number three. Wrath of Man at four. Raya and the Last Dragon at five. Godzilla vs. Kong at six. And then uh, Demon Slayer, Dream Horse, Those Who Wish Me Dead, and Mortal Kombat. Demon Slayer. It, it's an... Cartoon. It's anime. It is. Oh, yes. is it? <laughs> it sounds zero interest to me. Uh, but I am happy to be giving box office figures after yeah. a weekend. Yeah. Well, you've not done that in about a year and a half because there have not really been any to report except for the laughable ones. So number one at the box office got $100,000 this week. Like, what? <laughs> 
270-259-6000. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What is it? Brad is brave enough to give it a try. Good morning, Brad. The question one more time. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What is it? Watch less TV. Watch less TV is probably correct, but not what we're we're asking for. Uh, Let's see. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What What is it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Let's see. Especially. I don't know. I have two answers. Well. Uh, the last one. I would say but, you work out more. That'll happen but, less. But of the not time. if you not if you do yoga. Yes. Not if you do yoga. Oh, you're giving a hint. Uh oh. Not if you do yoga. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand. But I think did that yoga help? would. Did that help clear I, things am, up? Or I don't know. Can you it, see that or not? Am I right on either one? Yeah, I can see that. But no. Neither of those are correct. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. What about mine? <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> what the show? Same thing. The That's weekend Super Bowl halftime documentary is coming to Showtime. Oh, okay. I didn't know this was a thing. No, nor did I. And it was weird enough that I I didn't like the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. I would probably be more interested in the documentary. Yes. See, I think that'd be really interesting. To see how it's made and how it's set up. And the funniest bit of the whole thing was when James Corden and The Weeknd did the bit on how James Corden is the one that dreamt up how to do it all and they dress like one another and all that. So I guess I would like to see a documentary on how it was done. All the mirrors and all that? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we got to note that they want the question one more time. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis... You will do this less, but the hint I gave was not if you do yoga. If you do yoga, I think you'll do this more. <laughs> I think I know now based <laughs> off of that. I think I know. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. I saw. I don't know why I enjoy it, but I watch. I enjoy watching the shop uninterrupted on HBO. It's LeBron and Maverick Carter, and they have guests from the entertainment and sports industry. And they come in, and they get people's different perspectives. They're just in a barbershop having what appear to be open and honest conversations about current events, how they became successful, the things that are important to them, etc. And Jay-Z revealed that he had not learned how to swim ever in his life until Blue Ivy was born. And when she was born... He looked at her and said, if she ever fell in the water, I would not be able to save her. And so he went and learned to swim. That's pretty cool. Though. As an adult. And he said, I'm going to learn how to swim. Oh. I have always found him to be fascinating, by the way. Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Yes. I don't, he's just got a very interesting perspective on okay. things. I'm not a major rap fan. I'm not. But he's, uh, but he's got such a weird delivery on the way that he speaks. He's, He's got, done a lot, too. Yeah. I mean, so, so got his own sports agency and everything. That's right. Austin, here's the question. According to science, if you work out on a regular basis, you will do this less. What is it? Warm up and stretch. Warm up and stretch is... Ah, that's not, what I put. No, we, not what, what we are looking for. We Dennis uh, might have it. Um, you think Dennis has it? Is it a word that's usually not allowed to, to be said in this room? Oh, I mean, you don't have to use a particular word. There are multiple words that you could use mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. provide the answer to mm-hmm. the question. Dennis, uh, do you want to? Uh, toot? Yeah, pass gas would be the correct answer. Oh. I put uh, toot slash flatulence slash poot. Yeah, break, you could break bad. Cheek sneak. <laughs> Cheek sneak. I remember that. I'll enjoy that. In various ways. But yeah, don't go near a yoga studio. So what do I get? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Here we go. we got to get to a break. We'll come back and wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. Before Reed Hastings co-founded Netflix, he learned to... MB's point to ponder for today. What's one thing about you that surprises people? 
<laughs> I sing <laughs> for a living. Okay, I can see that. You know, Ooh. people don't. They don't really match up this uh, uh, amazing physique I have and the good sure, looks. Uh, mm-hmm. That makes sense. And partner mm-hmm. up with yeah. that. Luckily, though, people don't observe you and your behavior and then find out what you do for a living and then go, "You're a minister." What? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you're a minister. Shots fired. You're not very ministerly. That's I just, not. I said, I'm saying that's not true. Right. No, no one is surprised by that part. But maybe they don't realize that you're basically Andrea Bocelli sitting over there. Well. More like... Uh, Wait a minute. Why did I say... So? Oh, it's be, there you go. There's the Say Something Nice Day. Oh, there you go. Today. See, it it came shining through when I wanted to be mean to you because you made disparaging comments about me on Friday, but my niceness came shining through and I said something nice. Taking the high road. That's what they call that. Yeah. I was thinking more of Andrea Agassi, uh, but whatever you all think. And I, and I love this show. You always do a great job with it, so thank you. Yeah, he said something nice. Look at that. He didn't call me a cheapskate, which, you know. Evidently, is, I did on Friday. It's, it's so funny. Twice. Because, yeah. uh, Sam, is there anything people are nothing, surprised to know about you? Nothing comes to mind right off the right off the bat. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, that's that's tough. Nothing immediately comes to mind. <laughs> that I can't sing? Is that, is that, <laughs> that, 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 that I can't draw? I mean, my dad's a graphic design major, and I have no artistic ability whatsoever. None. My dad's an accountant, and I can't count. So, well, oh, that's what, not, what about that's you? Not true. True. You know, I don't. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I don't have any idea. You all have to tell me. I guess I don't. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Other people will have to say. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2009, General Motors filed for Chapter 11, becoming the largest U.S. industrial company to enter bankruptcy protection. This date in 1792, Kentucky became the 15th state. Hey. Shouldn't, shouldn't June 1st be a state holiday? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yes. I think it should. Now, the only thing that might talk me out of that idea is that this date, four years later, Tennessee became the 16th state. Mm. So, one, let mm. it be a lesson to you, Tennessee, that we were first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, we were 15th, but we were ahead of you. Yes. So well, if, I mean, yeah, that's an obvious. I mean. that, that's right. So, but if it was a state holiday for Kentucky, then it might also be a state holiday for Tennessee. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I'm what I'm no, saying? No, it's fair. It's fair. Now, I would probably seed the holiday to Tennessee before I would to Indiana. Mm. Because as much as maybe I laugh and joke about not liking Tennessee, I definitely prefer it to Indiana. I don't I mean, what good does Tennessee I mean, at least Indiana has the Indy 500. What good does Tennessee bring? Uh, Taffy, Smoky Mountain Taffy. I guess they have Gatlinburg. That's true. Sure. That's true. True. Who they cares the, what they do? Indiana they the, has Gary, though. They have the Pancake Pantry, <laughs> true. which I don't even like. We're not going to punch down here. Let's just, if we're going to celebrate, we celebrate the Commonwealth today. Okay. In 1958, Charles de Gaulle became Premier of France. CNN made its debut this day in 1980. I mean, other than... James Earl Jones. This is CNN. That's fantastic. And I did watch the other night the uh, the late show thing again. The Jimmy Kimmel the era. What they covered this weekend on the documentary was when Jay Leno went away, then came back, and then edged uh, Conan. Conan. Out. Yes. Uh-huh. Quite remarkable. Isn't Conan done on his TBS show too? Yes, he yes. is. I thought so. Yeah, he is. Uh, today is also Superman Day. Today, okay. this, this is the day that I believe he was uh, in, created by Schuster and first published in Action Comics this date in 1938. Oh, very cool! So, cool. jump out of a jump out of a phone booth today, carrying a car on that one with your underwear on the outside of your pants. <laughs> Isn't that Captain Underpants? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, that's all Captain Underpants has on. For the record, he's a cape. It is. All right, let's go to chart toppers. Cape, towel, doesn't matter how you, whatever you want to call it. 1960 was the year. Let's do it. It's great. I love this song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A little fast, but. 
Oh, there we go. Hank Lachlan, number one, 1960. Please help me, I'm falling in love with you. Every time Wayne Baxter comes in the office, Christy sings that to him. What is on that screen, Mark C. Buckles? It's not my video. <laughs> what just popped up there? I was like, whoa. Okay. Well, it's kind of apropos for the message of the song. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. <laughs> he Again, knows not what he has done. Not the author. Not the author <laughs> of the video. All right. Let's go to 1969. I think, or at least we're going to be trying to go to 1969. And the Edwin Hawkins Singers. I can't wait. Dennis, do you know the Edwin Hawkins Singers? No, but... From 1969? I don't know. I want to wait to hear this song, so... The suspense, though, is killing I'm I'm not going to participate in this charade much longer. (laughs) The hamster took Monday off, and I guess it's... It has been weird technically today. The computer systems must think that it's Thursday today. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Happy Day by the Edwin Hawkins Singers. We're late anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, the Statler Brothers, Do You Know You Are My Sunshine. That's a good one. In 87, You Two With or Without You. Celine Dion, Because You Loved Me in 1996. Behind These Hazel Eyes, Kelly Clarkson in 05. And I was going to play a Luke Bryan song today. Oh, thank goodness. Play It Again was number one seven uh-huh. years ago today. What a shame that we have to miss that. So, But uh-huh. I guess it's about right. Play It Again, I'm not going to play it at no. all just because it didn't uh, It didn't work out. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. Thank good, you very good, much. Good to see you as always. Keep, keep rocking that hat. You guys keep doing what you do as well. <laughs> Sam, you don't have to keep bringing it up. But if I there's anything good. that will sell shaved ice, it's that hat right there. Um, you know, you're looking more like Charlie Daniels every day. <laughs> In peace, pearl of wisdom for today. Sometimes the best helping hand you can give is a good, firm push. Sometimes the best helping hand you can give is a good, firm push. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.